Thank you for listening to the Contemplations Podcast by Angelo Caragiorgos, who thinks that the path to authenticity is paved with enthusiasm when you embrace life as a whole. As a token of appreciation, you can download Angelo's audiobook, How to Get Closer to Your Real Self, Entering a Path of Fulfillment and Long-Lasting Enthusiasm Made by You. You only need to go to angelocaracchiorgos.com slash gift. We like labels, we like nice descriptions and beautiful images. We are immersed in models that we take for granted and it seems to me that we don't even question them. The more we hear something, the more we accept it. Sometimes we recognize it uh, when it happens to others, but we most of the times don't seem to understand that we may be part of a similar process too. I have visited several different European countries and talked with educated people. One uh, would expect to hear very different points of view, but this uh, hasn't mainly been my experience. I read the news uh, not so much to be informed about the reality, instead uh, to figure out uh, what kind of propaganda is now played and for which hidden purpose, uh, what is the reality they want to put us this day. These are the news for me. The popular sites like Bloomberg, BBC, Reuters, etc. help me have an understanding about these mainstream ideas. Unfortunately, I roam around Europe and talk to people only to hear the same opinions expressed in this media. I sense that people feel comfortable to express these ideas as their own because their experience has shown that there are many people that agree with them and consider their views clever. This uh, creates a positive spiral loop uh, making them more confident. So now there is this so-called union, the European Union. Most people I meet can't imagine a Europe without it. They praise the importance of the same currency, the fact that the union was made to live wars in the past, that many businesses opened to other countries and this boosts the overall economy, and that European people have come now closer to each other and are solving their problems united all together. This is how a discussion started with the owner of an Airbnb I was staying while I was in France on previous October. We talked about Greece also and that the people have to pay for their mistakes. They wasted so much money by stealing from the government. Of course, I wouldn't take this personally, however, I asked if everyone he knows in France, from friends or family, were all always abiding with the law. He explained that they have to, they have to because they use too much the debit cards. But how many years have they been using the debit cards so much? Because if that's uh, the only reason they don't steal, definitely is not enough to prove why Greece has a memorandum and France not. We are talking about several decades of waste of money. I also roamed around Paris. I can't say that uh, in all my transactions I received a receipt, uh, neither uh, that there wasn't any shop that asked uh, only for cash. Lastly, if I am not mistaken, France has a a national debt of approximately 2.2 trillion euros, uh, 
not a small amount I can say. And imagine that uh, this amount has tripled since uh, 15 years ago that was uh, 800 billion euros. Also, as percentage of GDP from 58% at that time now is almost 100. It's just uh, that in France there wasn't even a need for a memorandum. Similar measures were passed there like Greece directly by the government and supposedly without external orders. I'm not saying all this to prove that Greece is innocent and perfect or that I know all the solutions to society's problems. We have though, in my view, to consider several aspects and uh, not be stuck to popular ideas that are spread on purpose, uh, making all logic commit suicide through black or white thinking, uh, focusing on the negative, overgeneralization, and so on and so forth. One argument uh, I hear a lot uh, is that it doesn't matter how much you owe if the economy is productive. I promise uh, I have tried hard, but I cannot grasp well this concept. I cannot make any sense. Even if the economy is productive, uh, why would someone enjoy owing more and more? Do you like having your personal debts increased even if you make money? or uh, the national debt uh, will be paid in the later centuries, so that's okay? Or uh, there is no problem because we have figured out uh, with the lender the dates and amounts to be paid and we will surely always be able to manage the payments uh, together with the new loans? How can this be just fine? I can understand uh, someone to take a loan for a specific important reason or for an investment uh, that you expect uh, that you will make more than the repayment of the loan. But this is uh, something entirely different. We are uh, right now watching a debt monster increasing everywhere radically and it's clear uh, it's a clear starting proof about how fake in reality is uh, what we call money. The latter is a whole different topic, however, I would urge everyone I know to consider a little bit in case they haven't already about this agreement we have all made about the meaning of money. Can money be created? And if yes, by whom? What does money mean? Is there something behind this paper or number on computer? Is there? At the same time, He was opposed to the Catalan independence because it is led uh, by populists. Although this is also a pop media idea, I think that this is correct and I agreed. Not that I know all the facts in detail. Anyway, Pujemon, uh, uh, after the problems started increasing, he left uh, to Brussels anyway. But. I don't believe that anyone can become popular and create a movement unless he is a part of the system too. Else uh, he would have been stopped earlier. It doesn't matter at all if he shows that he is opposing it. Uh, such level of efficiency and even more have reached the games that are played with the information nowadays. Like in chess, every piece of the system has their distinct role and strategy which is expected to lead to the desired uh, by the elite results. 
But I wanted to leave Catalonia behind for now because uh, I desire to know more about France specifically. I heard uh, what I expected, not because I am so knowledgeable about the news of France, instead because as I mentioned I hear the same things happening more or less everywhere I go, and together with the Reuters website I have learned all this by heart. So he told me that Hollande was by far the worst president ever. He did the opposite things from what he was promising and made everybody angry for surrendering France to Merkel. He told me that the taxes have increased shockingly. He had just received his three-month bill. As he is an employee, when I asked him, he verified that the laws that protect them have radically decreased while the laws that protect the businesses against them had increased. They now have less rights than ever. Also, the prices are increasing unequally to salaries in everything and not only in the real estate. At the same time, he was seeing too many countries around the world being in war or getting ready for war by buying war equipment. Politicians have become very provocative and the frequency of terror attacks is increasing as time is passing. The third world war seemed to be coming. Apart from that, he had also lost confidence in the banking system. He believed that by keeping his money in the bank uh, was in a great risk of losing it all by one of the unfortunate events that influence banks. From all the discussion uh, about France, I didn't hear a single positive thing that has happened the last years. Such seemed to be the desperation that the only thing left was to hope for Macron, who, as far as I know, has already started disappointing them. So the logic that could make congruent all the above would be either that the system of European Union is not at all responsible for all these sufferings, or it's just a bad period and things will soon become stable and simple. Of course, it's pointless to discuss if the European Union has any responsibilities. Discussing if it is a bad period would not last long also, as I don't see many people very optimistic about the future. At some point later, uh, we tried to find how many countries from the European Union are in an acceptable financial situation. From the 28 countries, after difficulties we counted 7. The Scandinavian, Denmark and Finland, also Poland and the ex-USSR Latvia and Lithuania, who are doing their first steps so growth would be expected as in all the countries when they first entered the Union. Lastly, of course, is Germany and maybe Luxembourg. The elections of Germany didn't show that even the Germans uh, are so satisfied as we would think. So, this 7 out of 28, in fact, uh, is in total much less than one-fourth of the Union, as uh, the big economies, Spain, France and Italy, still don't even know if there is any light in the end of the tunnel. Catalonia was also in my mind, as I mentioned. As I have many times heard from many, one reason he didn't want them to leave was that this might be something to be followed by many other cultures, resulting in the division of their countries or the union. 
any populist uh, should not have the chance to influence the people and create problems. But uh, problems to whom? To the status quo? To the already accepted situation, maybe? Ethically speaking, I said, the, what if you had a girlfriend and she wanted to leave you? Would you keep her by force because you are certainly the best she can have? Yes, possibly someone can influence her and indeed uh, this might not be a good choice for her. How can you be coming from such certainty that you know what's best for everyone? He was talking about populists. But this is how life works, I said. It's a mystery many times. We can't always know the right and wrong and indeed uh, we can be influenced towards conditions that don't help us. But since you don't like populists and I don't like them either, let me pose you another question, I told him. What if all these that preach for the goodness of the European Union are populists too? Have you ever considered that or you take it for granted and you just oppose the ones that you want to change this already accepted situation? Because from what we are discussing all this time, I don't see you having so many gains contrary to what was promised to you. I didn't receive any reply to that, but I hope that I have posed some thoughts to him, thoughts that I am sure he hasn't been used to hear. I wasn't talking because uh, I wanted to win in the arguments or to convince him or even worse change him. But I hope we both gained as I did and I have now these thoughts I am expressing here together with the wonderful memories of the city of Paris. As if we are impressed uh, with a very well taken care of cake having chocolate, caramel, nice design, interesting decoration, strawberries all around and looking delicious, but when we try it, the strawberries are rotten, the chocolate has no sugar and the cake starts melting even from the very first minutes that we started trying it. But we insist on the idea. We go around and shout how delicious this cake is, even though in reality it is a disaster. Or we say that we will make it a good cake. We don't need any thoughts to predispose us. We don't need any fixed, unquestioned ideas to guide us. We don't need the popular opinions to, to impress us. We need the mind to silence sometimes, look, experience, and only then try to make a meaning that can be expressed.